It is the Derek Hunter Podcast for the 16th of June, 2022, right? June, 2022. It is a Thursday. Happy Thursday to you, not Prince Spaghetti Day. I'm Derek Hunter. I am your host. Appreciate you listening. And if you started listening to the show this week, you picked the wrong week to start listening to the show, but I appreciate it. I just ask you to stick around for much longer because I sort of checked out this week. You can get burned out doing this after a while, especially when you're chasing an idiot like Joe Biden. Uh, not literally, but figuratively. Literally be easier. You'll eventually get distracted by a shiny object and just stop, probably fall over. But uh, figuratively, you got to try and keep up with all the stupidity that goes on. And it ain't, it ain't easy. It ain't breaking rocks, but still it ain't easy. You get mentally burned out. I haven't had any days. I think I had one day off this year so far. So I've taken most of this week and I'm basically going to take the week. And that means, and I apologize the the drawing for the autographed books, I completely flaked out before I left town. So I have to, I'm not at home to be able to go through and, and pick out the winners or the pick out the books for next week. So it'll, uh, we'll just extend this contest for a week. I won't do it very often. I haven't done it before. Don't didn't plan on doing it this time, but it just, of all the things you, when you just want to sit down and relax and you forget everything, I'd have forgotten my damn head if it weren't attached and screwed on improperly, as my mother used to say. So, uh, sorry about that, but I will make it up to y'all next week. Swear, swear. And, of course, The Curse Show at patreon.com slash Derek Hunter Podcast, along with uh, DerekHunter.locals.com, will cover this week. It's just right now, uh, now into time. I did. I got, I got some show for you. I got some show for you. It's a, it's, it's more of what they call evergreen stuff. But it's a show for you. So <laughs> don't be mad. I just, I, I can't not do a show. That's the thing. Is you promise part of this, this thing. I don't have any fill-ins. I don't have any. There's no money. There's no budget to this show. Uh, and so when you take off. I suppose maybe I could get somebody to do it in the future, but it frankly doesn't occur to me. It feels like a jerk move to ask somebody to do that. So you uh, you want the 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 deal you make with the audience. I find is crucial to any show's success and building it. It is if you say uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna post every third Thursday. Okay, well, that doesn't seem like an awful lot, especially when I'm doing it every day, but. Uh, every third Thursday, your audience, whatever your audience is, and whatever audience you build, they begin to say, okay, they accept it every third Thursday, but they expect it every third Thursday. And if they're going to be kind enough to listen to you, you better be good enough to actually produce every third Thursday. You can't go, well, it's the third Thursday, but I don't really feel like it. No, that's not the way it works. And if you say you're going to do a show every day, that's why a lot of shows are once a week or one hour a day or whatever, and they're heavily produced, and they got a whole bunch of staff and everything, because it can be a pain in the butt. But whatever you say you're going to do, you got to do. So I want there to be something here, even if it's a rerun. I've done two reruns on holidays or whatever. But I want there to be something here, new every day, not just go away, if at all humanly possible, because I feel like I'm like 
letting you down, ripping you off if I don't give you something, even though this doesn't cost you anything. So that's why you're getting these really short shows this week of something I recorded at the beginning of the week because I tell you, I, I monitor my heart rate. Even driving, even swimming in the pool in the hotel, my uh, heart rate is like my resting heart rate. That's no, not total resting heart rate. My basic heart rate, standard heart rate is 15 to 20 beats per minute less this week than it is in a normal week. And it's glorious. And then they got the kids climbing all over me, uh, except for when they cry. Anyway, you'll get. I posted pictures just because to to show you guys I ain't lying, and to I like to give you guys content or whatever at both locals and at Patreon. By the time you hear this, I think I schedule. I'll schedule them for midnight. There will be pictures, a bunch of pictures of the kids um, doing rides. The grandparents are in town. My wife's parents are in town. So we're, they're with us, and uh, it's just great because it means I don't have to go on anything. Any ride that goes in a circle makes me want to puke. Any th- staring at a ride for too long like going in a circle makes me want to puke. So I don't, normally the carousel is the only thing I have to go on. That makes me a little nauseous. This time I don't have to because grandma and grandpa are willing to do that. Take one for the team, and the wife is always down with it. There's this one thing. You'll see the pictures of the kids. with. I think the, the picture, they're in a car. My wife and the kids each individually are in cars, and I think their hands are up. At least one of their hands are up in one of the pictures. That ride goes really fast forward, and then it stops, and then it goes really fast in reverse. I would puke and double puke and then puke again it just no way so i'm glad i did win them some stuffed animals and some of the carnival games so that's the last thing they need in the world actually but um <laughs> swear to god can somebody you get so many stupid everybody's like here's a stuffed animal for your kid like oh thank you here's a bag of of broken glass for yours like i it's about as useful sounds really jerky but it's not how i mean it it's just you get so many of these damn things like come on enough stuffed animals but they never well and i can say they never grow out of it but uh they don't grow out of it for a very long time come think of it i've known a lot of chicks with a lot of stuffed animals anyway let's just get on with the show shall we so you can get on with your thursday and we can get on to friday and then i can start to swearing all right here we go want to shift our view just a little bit to the north, our neighbors to the north, the overly polite, polite Canadians. Justin Castro. I, I don't believe that's his real name, because, uh, but uh, his mother, it's only because his mother denied his true parentage. Look it up. Justin Castro Trudeau. He's already made a move. He wants to ban the sale of all handguns forever. He wants to make it impossible. It's a Again, what the left does. The left is the left everywhere. It doesn't really matter where in the world they are. They have the same tactics and the same objectives. They're just at different stages of that and different obstacles. Here in the United States, we have that horrible, pesky little constitution that prevents Democrats from imposing utopia on us. But Canada, they have no such thing as the Second Amendment. So he's already moving to make it nearly impossible. You can't inherit a gun. You can't leave a gun to somebody. You can't gift a gun to somebody. They just want to uh, basically, you get your gun since you have it already. They don't want to go through and disarm everybody. But when you die, you might as well have it buried or cremated with you. That doesn't, 
make a whole lot of sense. But Canadian, look, if Canadians are willing to put up with it, it's hard to feel bad for Canadians. It's hard to feel bad for anybody who gets oppressed if they, or loses their rights or whatever if they give them up willingly. The problem is that so many of these leftists in this country want to give up our rights for them. If you want to, if you don't want to own a, a firearm, I, I don't care. Don't. All right. It's that you can't stand that others of us want to. Right. That's the problem. That you want to prevent others from. Oh, it's dangerous. It's it's the same argument they try to make for masks and vaccines and every. You're you're threatening other people. You're threatening other people. Like you you have COVID right now. You've you've been got 15 booster shots you look like a junkie you got so many booster shots and you're sitting there going you're you're unsafe over there you haven't been you've only been boosted once you're a monster like wait a second what everybody's a hero in their own story it's unfortunate however that so many people seem to live exclusively in their own little worlds anyway justin trudeau the leader of Canada, announced um an interesting declaration up in Canada that, uh, in an interview over the weekend, that you, you don't have, you can buy a gun in Canada, a, a rifle in Canada, if you want to go hunting, if you want to go shooting, sport shooting. But you have no right of self defense. You can't use that weapon. You, if you tell somebody, like, I'm worried, my ex boyfriend's gonna, is threatening to kill me, and, uh, you know, the police are being as helpful as they can be, the Mounties. They got deadly do right outside, but I just want to feel even more secure. You don't have that right in Canada. I think it was news for a lot of Canadians, but then again, when your government, when you're dependent on your rights from government, you can't be really shocked when your government says we're going to snap that right right back from you, right? And there are debates, and we have a, a, a culture where the difference is guns can be used for hunting or for sport shooting in Canada, and there's lots of gun owners, and they're mostly law-respecting and, and, and law-abiding, but you can't use a gun for self-protection in Canada. That's not a right that you have in the Constitution or anywhere else. If you try and buy a gun and you say it's for self-protection, no, you don't get that. You get it for hunting. You can get it for sport shooting. You can take it to the range. Uh, no problem, as long as you go through our rigorous background checks. But there's a difference around the culture. And one of the things that we're yeah. seeing with the debate in the States is you get more and more of the American-style you know, right-to-carry, self-defense arguments filtering up through through the uh, you know the, the usual more right-wing communications channels yeah oh it's terrible this, this horrible idea that some people in canada might be able to defend themselves is, it's just creeping up from the united states but fear not justin castro is there to make sure that you get that idea right out of your head right now you need to learn your place you filthy canadians they voted for this guy they voted for this guy a couple of, not a majority, but enough. He was able to cobble together a coalition government, and that's the problem. If you start sitting there going, hey, um, your rights come from government, then you have no business saying, well, why, why are you taking my rights away? They come from government. They can take them away. That's what they do. They decide. Whereas in the United States, if you read the Constitution, you read the Bill of Rights, it is, these are the rights with which you were born. The government can't, cannot do anything to take them away from you, except for maybe amend the Constitution. They never try to do that. Democrats don't, Democrats don't even like to pass laws anymore. Forget amending the Constitution.
Yeah. Good job. Good job, Canada. Good job. Never elect a Castro. Okay. Now, I want to, uh, you know, you've got what going on here. You've got a lot of stuff going on here with the front. There have been four uh, anti-abortion pro-life clinics that have been, pro-life centers that have been firebombed and or vandalized in all sorts of ways. Firebombed really is the way to describe them. They're all set on fire. And you had the plot to kill Brett Kavanaugh by the left. None of this made any news, really, after a couple... Well, actually, the firebombings barely made any news. Uh, The assassination attempt, the plot, didn't make any news after about a day. But over the weekend, on uh, this week with George Stephanopoulos, which is always hosted by Martha Raddatz. I don't understand why Martha Raddatz' agent must suck. Right? She hosts more than he does, and it's this week with George Stephanopoulos, who isn't here today. Martha Raddatz said, I'm not going to play you the piece. It's a waste. It's just know that it was a five-minute package celebrating Karine Jean-Pierre, the new White House press secretary, who is... By the way, did you know that she's both black and gay, that she's totally historic because of that? Not because of anything she's done. No, no, she hasn't done anything worth celebrating, anything impressive or anything like that. She's just black and gay, and there you go. She gets, uh, I would say she gets a parade uh, sarcastically, but she literally does get a parade. So what are you going to do? Listen to the setup. They couldn't talk about the attempted assassination, the plot to kill a Supreme Court justice at all on this show, but they found five minutes for this crap. At her first press conference back in May, newly appointed White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre marked the many firsts she brings to her role in a new ABC News special, Pride, to be seen. Correspondent Gio Benitez sat down with Jean-Pierre at the White House to discuss how her LGBTQ plus identity has shaped her and the unique position she's now in. Oh, golf clap. How pathetic. I don't know. It's not, let's take a look at the illustrious career and all the accomplishments of Karine Jean-Pierre. No, you, you won't. <laughs> what, what accomplishments? Well, she, is, uh, she has skin. It's a color. And she's sexually attracted to people. Oh, uh, <laughs> since you put it that way, there you go. Historic. Since it is Pride Month, we'll transition that into this... These TikTok videos, I don't get it why these teachers feel compelled to post these things online. I'll never understand why anybody feels compelled to post these things online. You really have to have a lot of parental issues to seek validation externally, especially from kids. This is a sixth grade teacher who just come out the end of the school year to her class. And she couldn't have been more excited that kids who had no idea probably what the hell she's talking about were so accepting of her. And you can tell the emotional and mental instability of this woman from her reaction. I've been wanting to do this for the past two years. Sorry, I'm like so emotional. Um, And I just haven't had the courage to do it out of fear of just judgment mostly from their parents but i had these kids in fourth grade and now i have them in sixth and i'm sending them to middle school and i love these kids so much and i trust them and they make me feel safe and i know they love me and just felt right and i i did it and it was so beautiful (laughs) 
had so many questions, which I loved. They wanted to learn and they wanted to learn about me and they were so eager and a few of them clapped, which was <laughs> so precious. This woman is broken down. Sixth graders. So what are you in sixth grade? You're like 12 years old, something like that, 13. I don't know what you are. Whatever you are in sixth grade, that's who she's seeking her validation from. It's pathetic. Your children, your teachers, uh, they're your students. They're not your children. They're not you, you are their teacher. They are your students. They shouldn't know your first name. Nothing about your personal life. Forget your personal. They shouldn't know your first name. You're supposed to teach them. If you can't handle that, get out of the profession. Do the world a favor and get out of the profession. Lastly, I want to play this clip for you. This is uh, somebody went around a pride parade in Washington, D.C., I just want to show you how screwed up these people are. These two girls, they, I don't know, they, they look like teenagers. They can't be much. If they're 18, they're not much more than 18. If they're 18. You can tell they're just making it up. This clip demonstrates how screwed up these people are and that they, they have no idea what any, it doesn't really mean anything except more of a status thing and, and the ability to tell people how to talk to them, which is a weird power trip. But the confusion. Um, I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> what age did you know that you were gay? Um, I think at like 10, I knew that I, I think at 10, but I wasn't like, I, I wasn't clear on my gender. Yeah, I, I think it, it was around like 10 as well when I, st I started questioning if I was bi. And then since then it was kind of like a, a slippery slope because I kept, I was like, my bi, omni, lesbian, and then I, I kind of like came to the point, and then now recently I've been like, am I pan? But then I like, I think now I'm starting to realize that I'm queer. But yeah, it was it started around ten. It wasn't like fully formed, but I guess like that's when I realized, wait, that's a possibility. Yeah, I am gender queer, trans mask, and queer. What's trans mask? Trans mask is like people under the non-binary umbrella at identifying like or presenting mask. Masculine? Yeah. What about you? Um, I'm trans and uh, un my sexuality is unlabeled. Um, I use he, him pronouns. Yeah, and I use he, they pronouns. <laughs> they have no idea. I thought I was this and then it turns out I was the other thing and then I think I'm more this and now I'm a, I'm a pan flute sexual and I'm really only attracted to Zamfir. And, you know, it's just one of those horrible things where, you know, and Zamfir's happily married. So it's like, I'm, I'm just kind of going to spend the rest of my life alone. They're making it. They don't know. None of these things have any meaning to these people. If they did, they'd say, I'm this and that's what I am. Like, no, I'm just, I'm, it takes a while to figure it out. No, it doesn't. None of those words mean anything. None of those words mean anything. And you get these weirdos like my, pro, it was someone, my pronouns were bee and fairy. And they demonstrated in their video how to use their pronouns. Like the, the people who insist on their pronouns, um, it's only a mechanism to control how you talk about them when they're not there. How many times do you say, uh, talk about somebody in the third person? That's always what the pronouns are. In the third person to them. Probably not very often if you're mentally stable. 
But these weirdos are so hell-bent on control that they want to make sure that everybody talks about them when they're not there in a way that they approve. They want that kind of control. Well, go jump off a bridge. Take a long walk off a short pier. Dive into an empty swimming pool. I don't care. Just basically go to hell is what I'm saying. I mean it in the nicest possible way. I think that's enough show for today. Don't you? Go about your business. Go have some fun. I hope it's a beautiful day where you are. And if you're ever in the Delaware area, particularly in the, well, really only in the summer is when you can go to Funland. Uh, but in general, I recommend Rehoboth Beach. Maybe tomorrow I'll tell you. I think I told you already what people about said about Joe. Anyway, I can't. I'm so relaxed. It's not even funny. I'm going to go to sleep because I'm very tired. I will see you again tomorrow and then the curse show Saturday, patreon.com slash Derek Hunter podcast or uh, Derek Hunter dot locals dot com. Dunkishan, Alpita Zane. <laughs>